Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. Todd has over 35 years of experience working with thousands of couples as a licensed therapist in his private practice. Todd shares his insights on this show. It's never too early to divorce-proof your marriage or too late to heal yourselves and have the relationship you truly want. Hi, everybody. This is Todd Krieger. And today I am talking to you about the role of self-reflection, finding clarity and compassion. And this is, again, after um, the discovery of infidelity, the role of self-reflection and the importance of finding clarity and compassion. I just spent today um, another day, this is very common for me, helping many couples and individuals who are dealing with infidelity, either from the betrayed side or the person who uh, was betrayed. Um, And the person who was betrayed, also the betrayer, is what I meant to say. And I could tell you, as I've been talking about in a a bunch of podcasts and, and videos that I've been doing in the past, that we all have a lot to learn. And these crises of infidelities are um, moments of hopefully wake-up calls where we need to self-reflect. So for the person who did the betrayal, the self-reflection involves, of course, you know, what was behind it? What made me do it? What's going on in my current life that may have contributed this kind of decision, but maybe even more importantly, what's gone on in my earlier life that may have contributed to it. The earlier life is a little more subtle and yet very powerful. In almost all cases, I have seen that one of the factors of acting out, whether it's sexual acting out uh, with infidelity, sex addiction, whatever, has a lot to do with what was missing in one's childhood. And so it's hard to do this alone sometimes because people that are, are have missed things, they don't know they're missing it. I had a client I just saw recently that his wife said he, he's not very considerate, not sensitive to her feelings. And he grew up in a home where his parents weren't sensitive to his feelings at all. Uh, really, just about zero. So he learned to ignore his feelings. So how could he not ignore his wife's? Now, this is not just this is not about infidelity, but it's about the process that happens with us. We, we don't know what we don't know. And then let's say we get involved in a committed relationship or maybe we get married and we're really dancing in the dark. So this crisis of infidelity is very painful and at the same time it's an opportunity to go what the heck is going on with me that would make me sabotage this relationship that i'm in with this person who really loves me so much what is going on with me and what happened in my childhood what did i what was i missing and that's what i do i spend a lot of time helping people see what was missing not only what what was present that wasn't good let's say abuse but also what was missing did you have parents that tuned into you? 
did you have parents that were able to regulate themselves well enough so that they regulated you too? Or did you have the kind of parents where it was really important for you to adapt and regulate them? That oftentimes is a recipe for disaster in your new relationship because if you've been in the habit of regulating the mother or the father or both, when you get into a relationship, you just continue that pattern of regulating the other person. So where are you? What do you want? What do you feel? And how deep of a relationship can you actually have when you're not even connecting with yourself? So that's an example of what I see a lot. And so the person is not able to fully engage with their partner because what was missing in their childhood continues being missing because they don't even notice it in themselves. And so they do this substitute. They act out. They, it's like instead of having healthy food, I've used this analogy a few times before, that someone fills themselves up with fast food. And for the time being, the time being it satisfies them. Even though they might feel a little guilty doing it, it still tastes good, it feels good, it's comfort food. But then they go, oh, my stomach feels not good. Oh, my God, look what I did to myself. I, I fill myself with junk food rather than the real stuff. So just a slice of what can happen. I mean, there's many different people with many different childhood experiences with many different reactions to what can happen. And uh, some involve infidelity. Some involves being a partner of someone who has been self-absorbed, including infidelity. And then you look at the person who's betrayed, who was betrayed. And like, what's your story? What happened with you? What was missing with you? What did you settle for when you were a kid? Because you had no choice and now settling for as a partner. What, what were the signs that you might have missed? This is not a judgment. This is just what happens when a person has been trained to ignore themselves. Again, this could happen from, you know, in a more extreme way or not so extreme. But the key here in just these examples that are just coming to me is the importance of self-reflection. That's really the point. You start, you start to ask what was missing. Now, since you don't know what you don't know a lot of times, you might need to talk to someone like myself or maybe read a, a book or watch a video. Get a sense of what people are saying. Start to look at, oh, what was missing? You know, how, how, um, how did I experience my childhood? What might have been missing that I didn't know what was missing? What happened that was abusive to me that led me maybe to some degree be in this kind of relationship that I'm in now. Now I'm saying this, that when people see me, their relationships after discovery of the infidelity, let's say, have, they're really not in good shape, are they? But change is possible for many individuals and for many couples. And as I've said many times before, I've seen people really heal. It's their opportunity to find clarity and to finally have compassion for the parts of them that they've ignored. 
the person who betrayed almost invariably has ignored parts of them that were abused or neglected in some way, didn't get what they needed in some way, didn't get the guidance, didn't get the freedom, whatever it was that they didn't get. Surely didn't learn how to be open and transparent, possibly. So in their current relationship, it's very easy to slippery slope it and begin having the secret. So how can I have compassion for the part of me that was wounded? Of course, the person who was betrayed might be angry and wants to punish the person who betrayed. But take a deeper look at it. And I'll get to the person who was betrayed, because I am not minimizing that pain. But the person who did the betrayal, there's a part of them that needs attention. We got to get clarity about that, those shadow sides of ourselves, those parts that led us to act out, have a secret from someone we really care about, or someone who maybe we're building a family with, and have compassion. It's not necessarily, we're not saying it's okay. It's not okay. But having compassion for the wounded part is the only way to ultimately increase the chances greatly that that part is not going to run the show again and be so hurtful to the person they hurt, the betrayed partner. And the betrayed partner, having compassion for her or his parts, the ambivalence, that the betrayed partner might have towards staying in the relationship or not, to have compassion for both of those parts, to have compassion for the wounded part, the part that wants to forgive, the part that doesn't want to forgive. Have clarity about, wow, we have all these different parts, and can I have compassion? There's a power in self-reflection. And sometimes self-reflection is done with the help of others. I've seen many people who have benefited from therapy with me, and also there are times when people have um, used, like I said, literature, videos, but also people, you know, being in groups, whether they're virtual groups or live groups, uh, intensives, there's, you know, there's a whole army of people that can help you get more clarity. So your self-reflection is not a solo act always, but always being interested in. And that power, self-reflection, that power that gives you understanding and insight into these parts of you that are hurting, parts of you that acted out and did the hurting. Very, 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 it's, it's the power to heal. It's the power to love more deeply. It's the power to love more maturely. Ultimately, when couples engage in this process and learning what they didn't have that they needed, 
learning from the betrayed person what aroused them to do that infidelity i'll throw in out of control sexual behavior of any kind what is it what was it what am i looking for what was i looking for I've had quite a few people in my past, and I've talked about it many times, who never felt good enough. And so they used other people and infidelity to feel good enough. That's just one of many different reasons. But we always have to track down what was missing. And if that was what was missing in the childhood, and then you meet someone and that partner is all about you, giving you all kinds of accolades, behaviorally, uh, verbally, non-verbally, and then maybe you're together for a while and things kind of um, settle down. Maybe you have a kid or two. You're busy. You don't always get those accolades. So you get that accolade at, at work still. Um, typically, that could happen to anybody. But a person who developmentally learned the negative belief that I'm not okay, they're, they're more apt to cheat to get that ego Slap on the back, pat on the back. So becoming aware of all these, this, this, this clarity and having compassion for yourself, ultimately what we want it to lead to is developing the mature communication so you can have compassion for each other, of course. The person who betrayed needs to understand more deeply and have clarity of the other person. What might that be for you? And to have compassion, to have patience when they get triggered over and over again, and not insist that the person just gets over it because you have clarity, which leads to that compassion towards your partner who you betrayed. And the person who was the victim of betrayal Eventually, as that person is getting more clarity and compassion towards himself as a victim of the betrayal, can now look at their partner with more clarity and go, wow, you were missing things. This is not about me. There are times when I just need to stop taking things personally, as hard as that is, and see you and your struggles and your wounds and have compassion for you. And this is, this is what I see with so many couples over and over again. It gives me inspiration to continue doing this very important work. I've said this before, but for some couples, infidelity means the end of the road of that relationship. But for many others, it's not. And it is painful and it is an opportunity to build the kind of relationship that you didn't have before that has the breadth and the depth of connection appreciation of clarity and compassion that you never had before so this is true for everybody whether there's been infidelity or not there wasn't infidelity in my uh, in my marriage here. That's now thirty nine years on going on. But believe me, 
it's been very important to have compassion and clarity. Compassion for myself when I acted defensively and immaturely and clarity. Compassion, clarity for my wife, what would make her react, react that way, what was behind it, and compassion. Ultimately, no matter what we've been through, no matter what crises, no matter what rupture in our relationship, it comes down to this. What hurts? And I am there for you. And with that clarity and that compassion, people could heal from very uh, deep wounds to develop a very deep, loving relationship. That's what I wanted to say. This is Todd Krieger, making the world safe for love. That's it for today's episode of Let's Talk About Love, Sex, and Infidelity Podcast with your host, Todd Krieger. For free resources and materials, head over to ToddKrieger.com. Loved this episode? Head over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you.